The FT. Where have all the kids gone? That is the question some of the biggest media companies in the world are asking. As a generation of young Americans that used to turn to TV for their entertainment is finding its fix elsewhere. I'm Ravi Matu, and joining me to discuss the migration of viewers away from traditional TV is Matthew Garahan, the FT's global media editor. Hi, Matt. So, what's going on here? Where are all the kids? Well, it's a slightly strange phenomenon. Over the last year or so, the big media companies that own cable channels that used to be watched pretty avidly by young people started reporting ratings declines. And you know, as we know, ratings affect advertising revenues. And the lead example of this is Viacom, which owns channels like MTV, Comedy Central, Spike, BET. And uh, in the third and fourth quarter, their ratings were down something like 20% pretty much across the board. So the young people who used to watch channels like MTV have gone elsewhere. And, you know, the big issue for Viacom and others is what to do about that. So where are they going, first of all? And what are the big companies, what are they trying to do to arrest that? Well, as we all know, in the you know, rapidly changing technological world, there are you know, lots more competing platforms and devices now vying for the attention of young consumers. So whether it's social media, Snapchat, or Facebook, or Twitter, or YouTube, you know, there are other things for kids to do these days and just sit down in front of a box in the living room. Viacom and others say that you know, they're pretty insistent that the young haven't deserted their channels, that they're watching on alternative platforms, they're watching on their iPad, or they're tuning on- online in some capacity. The problem for them is that there isn't really an effective rating system for non-linear TV viewing. So if you're watching The Colbert Report or The Daily Show with Jon Stewart or one of the MTV shows and you're watching it online, then advertisers don't really have a record of you. There's not really a a solid way to measure the size of that audience. And that's something that Viacom and others are really pushing to address. So they're pushing to address this idea of, of the rating system, but are they also trying to offer new products that might capture more of the youth on different devices, say on iPads or iPhones? Are they trying to kind of address that as well as looking at the kind of core ratings and, and monitoring system? Well, they've started to introduce their own ratings measurement system, but the industry standard for ratings is Nielsen, which has measured TV viewing for decades. Their rating system is the bedrock for you know, the $70 billion US TV advertising market. And it's, you know, the evolution of these other platforms of social media and of nonlinear viewing has really put Nielsen at loggerheads with the likes of Viacom. Viacom have been openly critical of Nielsen, saying that they don't do a good enough job of capturing these other viewers. Nielsen is working on new measurement methodologies and of, of trying to capture, you know, the size of the non-TV audience. But I think even if they can capture them, it may not be the panacea that Viacom and others are hoping for because TV is fragmented. And as we said at the beginning, there are all these other things going on now kids want to do other things than watch a piece of television content, no matter what the platform is. So I think even with full measurement, they might find that the size of the audience isn't as large as they may have once hoped. Finally, where do we go from here? You obviously have things like, you mentioned various services like Snapchat and so on, but obviously Netflix, Amazon Prime are starting to get critical acclaim as well as viewers. Do you think that going forward, in addition to the ratings bit, companies like Viacom and others are going to start trying to kind of capture viewers within their own ecosystems, offering their own over-the-top services online, which means essentially going straight to consumers rather than via an intermediary? Yeah, that's already starting to happen. Viacom said recently that they were going to launch an over-the-top kids service around Nickelodeon, which is a children's network. We've seen that elsewhere. We've seen Disney talking about launching over-the-top bundles, bundling you know, Marvel programming and content related to Star Wars, which it owns. 
I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of experimentation because the big brands and the big channels will obviously find a home over the top, um, circumventing traditional TV packages. But I don't think the market can support that many of them. I mean, how many, realistically, is one family going to get? Families pay for a cable bundle. They get lots and lots of channels. Are they going to pay for multiple over-the-top subscription services? I don't think they will. The real issue is whether or not Viacom, NBC, Discovery, and other big channel owners can get accurate measurement of ratings for their programming, because if they don't, then their advertising is just going to evaporate, and that's a real, real problem. Sounds like figuring out what the right channel is and and how to measure it is going to be a story that's going to run and run. Matthew Garahan in New York, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks, Robbie. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com.